Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and you're riding along with me to work this morning. And I was going back in my previous episode list, because guys, you know, I can't listen to myself talk, because I can't, that the whole voice thing. But I realized I had not told y'all what happened with my fly Felix and me. So I have got to tell y'all the story, because one... I just think it's a testament of how God works and how having people in your life to cheer you on <laughs> in moments of encouragement is really a like necessary thing. So surround yourself by people that can pray for you and encourage you. And if you need someone to pray for you, email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com, and I'll pray for you and say, you can do it. All right. So last year. Yes, this goes all the way back. So get comfy with me. I bought a digital tablet and I was trying to learn Adobe. Adobe Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, the whole shebang. And I got the subscription for the Adobe suite, which I will tell y'all there are, there are days when I go, okay, how can I get out of that? And then I realized, wait, I can't. <laughs> I didn't read the fine print. <laughs> so it kind of just sat there because I pulled out that beautiful tablet and really tried my heart out to draw some things and they look like a bunch of kind of nonsense. So I went back to pencil drawings and I just worked pencil drawings for my poetry book, The Clay in the Potter's Hands. I loved my little pencil sketches. And all I used was a number two pencil, guys, just seriously, the little pump pencils. And I used my husband's sketch paper, his sketch pad, and I took pictures of them with my phone and I scanned it with cam scanner and it's free. And I put it up as a JPEG and I sent it to my email and then I would crop it and put it into the final book as a JPEG image. And I would color it the white. Like I would make sure that the page kind of matched the page color kind of thing through the um, just the simple tools on Microsoft Word when you have a JPEG. And you can do the colorations and everything. And so that was my extent of what I felt like failing at doing digital work, yet going and moving to what I felt comfortable doing 
and making my fireflies um, and my my sketch drawings for my book. Well, I knew that I wasn't ready, um, and I knew that I needed to spend focused time going to Adobe sites and actually learning the buttons because, guys. Look, it looked like I would be flying a jet plane. That's how I felt when I first opened it up. I was like, really? That's what it, like, it, honestly, all of the buttons were overwhelming to me. And I was like, I can't get through all of this. I don't understand. These people are, these people doing tutorials are pushing these things too fast. Everything is fast. I can't even figure out how to get the paint on the paintbrush. <laughs> and so I would give up again because it did look like a jet plane. So, I put away the concept of, of me learning it. I said, you know, I just, I don't have that sustained time right now. And I would keep making excuses. So, let's call it for what it was. It was excuses. And the tablet sat there. Well, before nano prep happened, I kept talking to my husband about upcoming projects that I had to do. Because I kept praying through it. You guys know that if you were listening to some of my earlier episodes it was well what what will nano be like this year and you know i've just written a new children's book and i wrote my fly felix and me because a family reached out to me and was like could you make a video on how to fill out a form because as we know when students start uh, going into schools they need to know their name their address their date of birth their telephone number, their parent contact, somebody that they could call for emergencies. So I was like, okay, perfect. I know I can write this silly book and it can be about a fly that is looking for another fly to join him because there's a problem. So the problem is that a ladybug doesn't know that she can fly. So I was like, this would be a great little concept for kids. And knowing that, you know, special ed teachers as well, because that's what I was for so many years, would have adored this kind of book. I was like, let me tap into all of this of what I know. So I wrote the book. I did all the beta readers. I had honestly, guys, about 40 looks at this book. Um, it became a big, it became a big, um, not, you know, like a big interest. When I would put it out with my teacher friends and librarians, they would even give it to their librarians at their school. So I was getting a lot of help, a lot of support. And people kept saying, you know, maybe look at your vocabulary again. And, you know, I do get that. Um, it's hilarious, but I get it. it I teach high school now. I've been in high school since 2012. So, yes, I do need to be reminded of that. So, it was tested out on younger children as well. Um, I received great feedback. So, I went in. I readjusted. I cut some pages, some extraneous things that didn't need to be in there to get it as succinct as I could. But still try to keep the humor, try to keep the puns in there because that was one that really resonated with a lot of the readers. They were saying, I loved your use of puns. The language needs to stay because that's a great teaching tool throughout the book. And so um, I just found ways to make it high interest, lower vocabulary. 
once I kind of got it all shaped up, I sent it back out to a few of the ones who gave me extensive feedback. And I was like, okay, this is the final. Check it. What do you think now? And it's, oh, yes, this is the one I would read. So after I got that stamp of approval, I went ahead and sent it to my editor. And she, of course, did her magic. And she had a couple of questions that I had that clarify, especially when the reader jumps into the book. So I needed to make that a smoother transition. So I fixed it all, got it all ready to go, put it all in. And then I was like, okay, I got to work on these illustrations now. So I pulled out my watercolor pencils that my friend Allie um, was using. She used watercolor to create one of her books and I absolutely loved that watercolor look. So I was like, I'm gonna try this. Well, I drew the initial sketches and every time I would scan it and I used cam scanner and I also used my iPhone scanner every time i would try to do it it just the colors just were not coming through well and so i was like okay now i've got an equipment issue so i went to my scanner i watched a video on how artists are using scanners come to find out that in my very own house my little copier machine that i have for my teacher world for job my job that i bought for myself gosh <laughs> maybe eight years ago it has a very high quality DPI changer on there for a scanner. Did not even know it. And so thank you that HP, right? So I'm like, I'm watching the videos. I tried it, I changed it up. And um, I was even using my husband's computer because my husband's really good at like, you know, my husband's a computer guy. So I was like, look, just help me with this. So he helped me with everything and they still were coming out grainy. And I was like, okay, I've got 30 some sketches. Like seriously, I can't go to a scan shop and ask them to scan it. I just do not have that kind of income to do a scan shop. So I had to problem solve. I was like, what am I going to do? And my husband was like, you've already drawn the sketches. You know what you want to do. You know what you want these to look like. Why don't you teach yourself that digital tablet? And I kind of looked at him like, really, Eli? Like, really? You really think? He was like, Jennifer, don't you want to be a children's book author, like, forever? And I said, forever and today. He said, well, then why don't you learn it? He was like, go ahead and learn it. Go watch some videos. Go ahead. Go and watch some. And, and I'm thinking, are you serious? Like, you're... <laughs> so then my next response was, well, can we stop and can we pray about it? I'm like, can you pray for me that the Lord will lead me you know, I said, can the Lord lead me to the right videos? I said, because I have spent all this time, you know, really, honestly, I felt not enough time, but I did say it all this time trying to find videos and I just get lost in the jet plane controls. And I was like, so can we just pray before I go upstairs and try to do this work? And he was like, yes, let's go. So we prayed. I go upstairs. I turn on the first video. I just randomly am typing in, you know, basics for beginners. And the dude is no joke, y'all. His camera, he means well. He's got such a great, cool, uh, you know, style and everything and his voice. And, you know, I knew he knew what he was doing. And he's got great artistic skill. But his camera was positioned over the jet plane buttons. So he would push things and I'd see his mouse going up. But 
had no idea the stylist was doing because he, his face was over it. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. And I was like, Lord, please just give me the patience, you know, help me find the right videos. So I went to the next one and it was like, oh, from this video is where we left off from the previous video. And I was like, oh my goodness. So I ended up going, God, you can do this with me. I'm like, I need you, Lord. And I honestly, guys, this is no joke. Y'all are going to laugh, but this is really how it worked. I turned my tablet. I turned it just this other way. And all of a sudden, all of the jet plane went away. And then it looked like JJ the jet plane. That cartoon that came out when Solomon was for his first birthday party. And it didn't look like American Airlines anymore. And I was like, what did I do? I just turned the tablet. I was just trying to position the tablet on my lap. And then it became these very simple buttons on the side. And I was like, oh, and there's a little color palette. And wait, I push it. And then I started doodling. And oh, because y'all, when I was on the other side, I didn't even know how to get a new page. Then there was like this little page button at the bottom. And I clicked it and a new page popped up. And I'm like, wait, this means I can play. And there were basic colors, okay? So I was like, I don't, I'm fine with the basic colors. I need the same color palette. Maybe this is a great thing anyway, because I really wanted like all the colors to kind of match page to page, somehow just have a thread, like a common thread. So I started drawing and it started working and I drew a circle and it made a better circle. And I said, how did it do that? Y'all keep, keep seriously, I'm serious. This is Adobe. And it was like, I drew the circle the best that I could, and then it readjusted it. And I said, whoa. And then I hit feel, and it turned it red. And then I'm like, there's my ladybug. And I turned my pencil black, my paintbrush black, and I made the spots of my ladybug. And I'm like, wait. Y'all, I was so excited. I drew my first ladybug in a matter of a minute. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying that it's all Jesus. I ran downstairs and I showed Eli. I was like, what do you think of that? Do you like this? He was like, yeah, that's a great one to follow. That's a great model. And I'm like, baby, I did that one. He was like, you did that one? I said, yes. He was like, yeah, that looks really good. He said, it's simple. It's great. Kids could mock it, follow it, and draw it. I ran back upstairs because then I was scared that it was my first go at it. I was going to completely forget what to do. Because, yes, I'm having to fill out kids' college applications right now with their references and make their college letter of recommendations. And I completely forgot about the College Board website. And I just did it last year. So that lets you know that I was really nervous about, am I going to forget what happened or is it going to go back to the American Airlines jet plane? So I just, I was trying to position it, trying not to turn it, trying to just stay with it while I could. And I sat the entire sitting, just one sitting, and I did all 30 sketches while I was, while I had it right there, and I just kept hitting new page for each page, because I knew that I was going to have to scan them in, and I didn't want any kind of edging, I didn't want it to be cropped weird, so I made a page per illustration, and it was working and I kept hitting next and I kept running. Like I was running through the house, y'all, literally with joy, showing the boys, do y'all like my dinosaur? 
do you like this? Do you like that? What do you think of the light bulb? I mean, even the, the simple light bulb, I was running through the house, getting their approval. One, if Solomon and Samuel and Eli are going to pass approval, then, then I'm good because they will tell me, they have promised me that they will not allow me to put out any kind of work. And when I did the sketches, when I did the watercolor, they said the watercolor sketches look beautiful, but they're not translating well. They are. They don't look well in the book. The colors are off. And they were right, and I knew it, and I could not be satisfied with it. Um, and so here I am creating the book now, and it's working. So here's my goal as an illustrator, because one, you guys know, I'm not a, I'm not a trained artist. I never took a single art class in school. I love to doodle. I've been doodling for years. I did have a sketchbook when I was a child, and I tried to go around and, and draw Japanese pictures in the house because my mom collected some things, and, you know, I tried to do things like that for her. I would make windmills and... Um, in honor of Don Quixote, you know, I was always trying to like draw these little little sketches from books that I was reading. When a kid picks up my fly Felix and me, if they want to go grab their sketchbook and draw a circle and do wings on a ladybug, then I'm hoping that my illustrations are simple enough that they can start recreating those. I am not one to do all the backgrounds and make it all fancy. However, it's functional. So I'm going for the functional art. I'm going for, does the art add to the words? Does the art, so when I drew the pickle jar and I had to draw the insect in the inside, can a child look at that insect in the inside and know that it's a bug trapped in a pickle jar? when they see the kite which is actually one of my favorite drawings that i did the kite is my favorite it's weird isn't it can they go oh i can draw that kite i can make that kite and they can try to get their sketchbook and draw the kite i don't want it to be something and i always knew that and i am very thankful for the scariest book in the whole entire world i think that's the name of it that whole series um, with The Rock. You guys got to check it out from Joy Acker. Joy Aker. Sorry if I said his name wrong, but it is the coolest series. And um, if you've got Kindle Unlimited, you can read them. Please go. It is worth your time. It is hilarious. You will laugh out loud. Seriously, you will. And there's a rock on every page with a different hand movement. And when I saw that, I was like, this is brilliant. One, he can do an entire series with a rock with different hand movements and some really basic um, you know, side characters or a door or something very simplistic. That's something that he can carry out and it's, and it's functional, but it's hilarious. And it's the, it's the words that matter. There's a book that doesn't even have any pictures for kids. It's hilarious. It's a book without pictures. Go read it. <laughs> so I understand I could do this work and I could do it and be happy and find joy in it and have some functional art. So that's what I'm going to call it. It serves its purpose, and it's cute. And so then I had to test the art out to some of my friends who are illustrators. So I showed them, and of course they were like, oh, it's so cute, I love it, I love it, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, yes, got it. 
I took and then decided, okay, I've got it on the tablet. Now what do I do? So I sent the files over to my computer. Now, guys, listen to this stuff. Then I was stuck. And I know there's probably an easy way. I know I'm missing it, okay? I probably could save each thing as JPEGs, and I know. However, I just was sitting in front of the computer, and I was like, you know what? I do know how to do. I know how to print the screen. So I hit Control Print Screen for each slide. <laughs> yes. I went into Canva, put in my art, then I cropped it inside Canva, and it's already the transparency because of the Adobe. I got that. I understand. I, I got that. Y'all, do y'all know that that thing came out crystal white, like the backgrounds, the, the, the images? There was no real grainy look. It looked as if it was right on the page, popping with those words. I said, there we go, there we go, print screen, print screen, and I didn't want to eat supper because I wanted to finish, because I started it after work, and I couldn't stop. It was like I had to finish it, so I said, Sam, listen, you guys, can y'all hold on? Let me just, I got to get the final product. I got to get it done. I can't, I can't not do it. Then we'll just homeschool later. Is that okay? I'll sacrifice and stay up a little later because he likes to stay up anyway. I'm like, it's not bothering Sam. It would just bother me. I was like, I'm really excited about this, and I want to show you guys. So I did it in front of the boys. Now, print screen, put it in. They would go, yes, Mama, keep it. That one's great. I love your rocket ship. Sure enough, before long, another 30 minutes later, and I had everything print screened, cropped, positioned, read, reread, moved around, and the, the book was done. And I'm like, are you kidding? I did it. Y'all, I felt so excited over my fly Felix and me. I went on and went ahead, and then the hard part came. How do I get it from this to what I need to upload it in the draft of digital. So then I had to do each screen, each page as a separate JPEG, put it into my Word document, and then upload it into the file into Word. And I got it. And it's done. And I'm so super excited about it. And so I love it that I can make books for kids now that are 99 cents. So that digital product is going to be a 99 cent purchase. And people say, why would you go that low when you've got all that work, you know, that you've put in it for all this time, for months of preparation, for doing sketches, to doing the digital, to doing the this and the that, and the transferring over and all that time. Because I want it to be like an access for families. I don't, and... If I would ever do the print version of this thing, I've got to recognize that color paper makes a difference. And so when you ask for color on these projects and you get a book, you do have to make the price higher. So if I do go paperback with any of my children's books, if I do go paperback, 
I understand that the paperback does have to be a higher price. That's just the way it works. So Barnes & Noble has my paperbacks. I love the Barnes & Noble quality. However, it's just on Barnes & Noble. I've not went wide with my paperback glossy um, children's books. I just have it there on the paperbacks on Barnes & Noble. It was really easy for me to put it up on that site. Um, I may in the future investigate Ingram Spark because my friend is using Ingram Spark and she's making hardbacks. She's making her hardback cover children's books and they are so beautiful. So I know that I have Ingram Spark in my corner and I can do all of that work. But right now it's getting these digital copies out and I've already set it up on pre-order. So yes, I may have steps in the future where I will have a paperback, where I will have it in hardback. But right now, the ebook is where I'm going. Teachers are reading from screens. Teachers are, you know, families, homeschool families would read from screens. They would read from their Kindle readers. So I'm feeling very good about having it ebook ready. So I went online, got it set up. You know, everything is is edited everything is ready to go so everything to me is at its professional quality even though i'm not a professional artist it's at a functional quality in the artwork that i am so excited to share it with you guys um in fact i'm going to go ahead and put the cover i'm going to go back in on this episode and change the cover art later so you guys can see it but um, I'm going to be doing the cover reveal today, and it's going to be all over my social media. Um, I did like, I went on Book Brush, and I know children's book authors don't necessarily do it. It's usually for like middle grade YA and adult, you know, we'll do cover reveals, and it'll be like a little slash across the book. But I was so excited about My Fly Felix and me. I actually played around with Book Brush and made me one of those really cool free images that has like the peel away. I know you guys have seen them on Bookstagram. So, I made that, and I put it up, uh, but today is my cover reveal, and I was like, wait, I haven't told you guys the story of the whole book and how it all came to be, so I'm just super excited. I have it ready. I have it for pre-order for digital, and I'm now praying about, is it going to be those next steps kind of thing? Am I going to go on Ingram and and do all of the work for the for the layout and get it all set up um because then that takes another step which y'all know what it is let me just go ahead and tell y'all the cover wrap that's the next step and i've got the products that illustrators and designers and cover designers are using to do the wraps and I know that they provide a template with the wraps. And you say, Jennifer, you can do it. But that's just more research and playing around and more time in that. So maybe I'm a little intimidated. Maybe that's what it is. And that's why I'm like, oh, here's my reason for digital. <laughs> but I know that if it's meant to go into those other avenues, then I will put it there um, for it to be wide. As you know, as or more options, more available options, and then of course, you guys know that as soon as it comes out, I'm going to do read alouds for YouTube 
That way, families, if they can't get the 99-cent version, they can access my book on YouTube because I want kids to have access to books. That's what I did with Goal School. You can go on right now, and you can get Goal School for 99-cent. You can buy the paperback, but you can go 99-cent. And then you guys can go to YouTube, and for for one of my channel playlists, I think I put it on that R.L. Stein playlist for Halloween. That was what I did in honor of R.L. Stein's 77th birthday, as I wore my witch hat. And I sat there, and I read Ghoul School, all the chapters 1 through 7, so that way families could have access to Ghoul School. So you can tell your families about that, too. I want access to books. You know how much that means to me, especially with the audio. And if I'm not going to do ACX for my children's books, then I've got to read them for people. So that way they can have the read-alouds for students with disabilities. They can also access the read-alouds. So I'm all for it, guys. That's me. So um, the cover reveal today. And I'm building up, and the pre-orders are set, so I'm excited to see what will happen with My Fly Felix and me, and I hope that children will be excited about it. It is going to be a series, so once you become this fly, and you jump into the book, there is going to be a problem that Felix and company can't solve on their own, and they're going to need the reader's help. And so the first one was you have to fill out the job application and you have to go through the interview process. So it's about and how to do a handshake. So it's all about those soft skills, but it's how to fill out a form. It's how to give personal information out loud. Um, one of the sweetest things happened. I do have to tell you guys the story before I get off. One of the sweetest things happened and it was the... Uh, one of the beta reader experiences, one of my little dinosaur experts, he's a dinosaur expert, um, he had the book and it says, wait, I'll wait until you go and get the paper and pencil because you might need to take notes because you're going to have a test on this for a human resources. He goes and runs and he gets his paper and pencil. He's four years old and he is scribbling all along the paper as his mom is reading. And they're just mountains and valleys and hills. And I love it beyond words. I can't imagine. I can't even tell you guys how much I love that to infinity and beyond. That the child was, you know, running to get that paper and then making his mark. Love it so much. So even for four-year-olds... Um, it's a great book that families can use at home with their kids, not just for the forms for comprehension and for going over, hey, daddy has an interview. Mommy has an interview coming up. Let's practice mommy's interview. And so the mom could also play the role as, oh, I've got a job interview coming up. How do I talk to my kid about this job interview? Well, she could read that to explain the big excitement around why is mommy so happy she's got a new job interview opportunity. <laughs> and she might not be teaching ladybugs how to fly, but there we go. Um, so it's got its it's got its place. That's why I'm so excited about this book. Love it. I already shared it with my students. I shared it with my ninth grade students. And one of my girls, she screamed, Oh, I love ladybugs. Look, it's in the rocket ship. I see it. 
<laughs> and I was like, yes, you first know it's a rocket ship. Two, you can tell that that's the ladybug in there. That's Lucy. I'm so excited that you can recognize my drawings. So um, I can't wait for you guys to see it. And just one, I'm thankful to my husband for just saying, go watch videos. Let's pray. Let's do this. Two, I'm thankful for all my beta readers for being around me and just reading and soaking it up and giving me great suggestions. Like, guys, they're the best. Like, seriously, it's had like 40 reads. Like, so many people were excited about knowing it's a children's book. But I know it's a quick read more than me saying, hey, do you want to read Sweet Potato Jones? It's, you know, over 200 pages. And they'll be like, hmm. Hey, do you want to read a children's book? It's a picture book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you see the difference? So, here's that. So, thanks for all my beta readers and all of their input. And my grandmas who read it to their grandchildren. And my librarians. Everybody who pitched in and helped me with My Fly Felix and me. And then I definitely um, want to thank the Lord for just giving me that patience and that joy and discovering new things and just helping me to turn the tablet. Just turning the tablet took away the American Airlines jet plane controls to JJ the jet plane controls, and I was able to navigate Adobe, which means what? I'm going to be able to do a new book. So with that being said, I've been thinking about it over the past week, yes, guys, of the different Felix. I've started Felix. It's only book one. There's got to be a new problem. What's another insect that we love? And I may do a dragonfly this time. A dragonfly might need help. Or a grasshopper. Or a centipede. Not sure. Something's going to need help. Maybe even a caterpillar. I don't know. But it's going to be fun. So you see how my brain is already working. And it's going to be fun to draw and imagine and create. And find the teaching angle as well. Because you guys know I'm, teaching is my heart. And so what would a teacher love to have in their hands? So that is my ultimate question. Then all of the insects in the storyline will come. So that just means investigating some of the standards. You can go to your standards with your state. So I'm in North Carolina, so I'm going to type in North Carolina Department of Public Instruction. I'm going to go to the K-2 standards. It would be great if you spent some time there, my children's people, my children's books people. Even if you're in middle school, just go into the middle school standards. If you're in YA, go to our high school standards. So I will give you that as um as a clue what to do for future. Maybe we can even talk about that. If you want me to kind of show you how I do that work behind the scenes and create my teacher's guides, send me an email, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com. And I can make a special video just about connecting everything to the standards. Um, that actually might be a good one to do. So that's my big question now. What would teachers want in their hands next? What would be a great soft skill, practical skill, functional behavioral goals for students with special needs? So I do have my work cut out for me and brainstorming that list out. Once I get that list, 
then that's my series. Then I will build around that. So that's how I'm approaching this work. And it's a lot different than how I approach the Sunday Killer with um, Jamboard and looking at three-plot structure and all of that. So even though it will follow still a three-act structure, beginning, middle, end, and all of that, simplistic version for K2, I need to do the behind-the-scenes work with the standards first. That's how I'm going to work this magic. So I hope you guys check me out on social media today because today's the big cover reveal. So it's going to be on Twitter, Instagram, my Jen Lowry author page. Everywhere else you can find me. Jen, and you can find me there, Jen Lowry Writes. And I'm going to show it all to you guys, the cover and a couple of my favorite sketches. So look for that kite. I don't know why, but that kite. Look for the kite. And probably, the, I'm probably going to put the kite and the rocket ship as my two that I'm going to show you guys. And I'll show you the initial sketches and then what it looked like um, as a digital so, super excited. I will talk with you guys later. Have a blessed day. If you need me to pray for you, don't forget to send me an email. If you've got something you'd like me to research or talk about, or you're thinking of, hey, I wish Jen would write a book about blank, like this family did. Write a book about a form. Or tell make a video teaching us about forms. Hey, that's what sparked the book. So, I hope that you guys have a great day. I will talk with y'all later. Bye. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.